and breathe although that's what, that is actually what i just did so you don't need to breathe after breathing although it does help to stay alive the rebirth that's why i keep thinking about the rebirth actually i don't keep thinking about it. i actually keep thinking about meat and it's bizarre uh to think that i would be thinking about meat considering i don't eat meat and I haven't eaten meat for a year and a du jour half but something is starting to encroach and i think if anything it was post the 100 my mind has kind of opened in a in a different way and it's open because my dream was that the mills i meet on the other side of the 100 is a different mills from the mills that led up to the 100 i so wanted it to be different and it is different and i'm not going to lie i feel different about a lot of things i started to realize that it's no good that I keep wasting my life wishing for the future. Uh, Pre-100, I was wishing away and wanting more and wanting to feel so desperately to feel purpose and contentment. But now I actually start to understand what I need to do in order to feel that. And one of them is going to be baking. Now, I watched actually Bake Off the other day, and that's not the reason I'm thinking about baking, but the idea of just being in the kitchen and actually producing something, uh, a, a creation, a life, admittedly a baked thing isn't a life, but it feels like putting a bun in the oven is that. And then it struck me that half of the fun, if not all of the enjoyment, is the idea of the creation, is actually that therapy. Uh, just spending time in the kitchen on my own, listening to music, making something, building something, feeling like I have actually made something, which is, which is the very thing that I feel like I haven't been doing for so long, which has put me into the cataclysmic spiral, both up and down. Just call me spring. Um, now, the problem with the baking is that, do I really want to get to the end of my life feeling like I didn't taste any of the things I built? forward slash made forward slash cooked actually baked you know what why am i being so precious as to not putting certain things into my body like when i get to the end of my life will i actually be super super happy with the fact that i never really tasted certain things anymore or should i actually allow myself to understand that balance is um is okay the balance isn't a form of failure the balance isn't the middle of the road the balance isn't vanilla the balance can actually be extreme. And actually, perhaps being extreme is actually balanced. You know, my fear, my ridiculous fear, has always been that without being able to label myself with something, I, I'm a vegetarian, I, I'm an ultra runner, I eat extreme lengths, I, I don't eat any sugar, I don't drink alcohol. If I don't have those labels, I'm a nothing. Um, I feel special. I do feel special having those labels. I feel like it's, some, it's a way of, of very quickly defining who I am to somebody who has never met me before. And yet, 
it's those very labels now that I'm starting to doubt whether or not they actually have the same gravitas as they had. Perhaps they were a tool, perhaps they were a, a mechanism for me to get through uh, and up to the, to the 100. But when you get to the sum, which I've just done, and you decompress and you allow yourself to think about what's just happened, and that's exactly what I've just been doing, then you start to think differently. Like these are the, you know, Mills, just spread it, just unleash it, let it out. Let the wine flow, like tears. I mean, when I was running that 100 miles, the tears were flowing, and it's a beautiful thing. It's such a lovely release. You know, I thought to myself, well, wouldn't it be lovely to actually, on a Friday, perhaps bake something, and actually bake something that Lisa's going to appreciate, or the kid's going to appreciate, and actually sit down and cut slowly through that warm bosom of a, I don't know, a flatbread, perhaps. I don't know if you bake flatbread. Or you cut through a lemon sponge, a lemon drizzle. You know, you marinate it with beautiful cream. I mean, and you actually taste it. Why wouldn't I do that? I don't understand. Like, well, who gives a shit if I don't? Like, my drive to be able to impress others, to tell them that I'm restricting those things from my diet, I'm suppressing them, is, was, was more important to me than actually the, 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 the actual beauty, the actual the condensment of of wonder that is actually the taste buds being marinated by that taste nobody cares whether or not somebody else is something i cared that i thought that others cared i didn't know if they did care or not but i loved the feeling of knowing that they might care or they certainly knew because i told them it's the same why wouldn't i why wouldn't i just you know get a pizza and sit down and taste that pizza and appreciate that pizza and let it moisten in the mouth and then you know not feel guilty but actually feel excited about it why wouldn't I do that I'm starting to question why I wouldn't do it and I won't not do it in fact I will do it but when I think to myself I have been thinking go on let's go for it have meat this week and it came up last night with my mate Tap and it's Thursday you know this morning I waked up and texted me saying, let me know if you do want to taste meat because I'm booking a restaurant for next week. I could actually go into it. And as soon as I taste that meat, if I did taste that meat, as soon as I did that, everything I've built up, this one and a half years, this, this momentum, this streak of not eating would go. What is the fear I have? Why do I have such a fear for losing that streak? Why do I feel that if I lose that streak, I won't, I'll have let myself down? I don't understand. And I don't know if I will. And, and, and bizarrely, and it's completely bizarre because it's absolutely nothing and no, no one cares and I don't even care, but I do care enough to speak about it. I'm f- scared of that decision because I'm scared that I won't make the decision to have it because the pressure to be able to taste meat again would be a wonderful thing and actually would, would actually help my relationship. And that sounds like quite an extreme thing, but... The pressure to have different types of meals, the pressure not to, to the pressure on our relationship, me at least because I don't eat certain things that, you know, the pressure for her to have to think about different things or me to think about different things to, to eat, to make sure that my diet is looked after. Why would I put that pressure on there? To get to the end of life and say to Lise, did you appreciate the fact that, you know, we never ate together a similar meal or, or a meal where you genuinely liked it? Like perhaps I can go five days of, of pure vegetarian and on the weekends I have a little bit of meat. I don't know if I want the meat there. That's the problem. I don't actually know if I want it. I know I think I want it. Or is this just the floodgates opening? On the, when I did the 100 miles run, I put a jelly bean in my mouth. And the minute I touched that sugar, the power of that, 
of that mind-altering drug and energy-inducing drug hit me. And I put another in, I put another in, I put another in, and put a jelly bean in, and a jelly baby in, and then a fatter jelly baby, and then more jelly babies. And it didn't stop, and it felt good. It felt really good, but it felt good because it was, it was being used as a, it was a utility for fuel. But once you crack that, once you get in that, you don't stop. Gosh, what a joke I am to, to think that to be able to tell people what I am or else I am not is more powerful than just enjoying. And perhaps I always said to myself that I'll, I'll always, be, I, you know, one of the things I've always loved about myself is that my, my zero fear for totally changing. Perhaps it is time now to have a nice steak, to taste that again. Or isn't it? I don't know. Just thought I'd say that. Anyway, I'm super happy. You know, I've come out of an hour and a half of Bikram yoga and it's a powerful thing, Bikram yoga. It's a healing practice. You know, wonderful teaching there, wonderful people. Everyone in there, you've got to assume, is on some sort of similar journey and that's why I like it. There's a lot of us, most people, who are, who are consciously aware of the surreality, surreality of life. Wow, should I or should I not? God, that would be good, wouldn't it? I think it would help my relationship. I think that's one of the motivations for doing it because I adore my wife. And I keep having this, this thing that comes to me at night. And it's me and Lise virtually on our deathbed. And I say to Lise, did you, have, did you have the greatest relationship? Did you feel fulfilled in our relationship? Did, we, did, we, did it turn out to be what you hoped? And my fear is that she says no. Now at that stage, if I was to continue as I am today, I wouldn't be that bothered. Well, I would be bothered, I'd be gutted. But I would have no doubt said to myself, well, I felt okay, so actually I can, I can die happy. But I wouldn't die happy because I'm not in the same, I'm not the same as I was. And actually my drive now is, is, is try, well, put it this way, I'm aware of the focus that I have on myself all the time. I'm aware how much I gets in the way of we. And that needs to change. That needs to absolutely change. It's about belonging with others. It's about friends. It's about, it's about connections. And it's about making sure that when me and Lise are lying next to each other as we pass away from this world, she actually tells me that we fulfilled our togetherness together. I don't know if that actually makes any sense at all, but it certainly feels quite romantic. Perhaps there's going to be a book written about that, but it certainly won't be me. Oh, I like writing, by the way. I, you know, I just did write. It's a nice form of therapy, isn't it? Oh, gosh. I keep doing these fairly irrational things, like just, just doing things, just like... And I feel like, I don't know, something's happening inside me. Something is happening. I don't know what it is yet, so I won't be able to vocalise what it actually is, but it's something. It's the power of the 100. It's the power of the... It's the power of believing in yourself it's the power of realizing that i don't know i'm going around in circles uh by the way literally because i'm actually walking around in circles um oh gosh i just need to i don't know i don't know i'm going to stop this because it's not going anywhere but i just need to say that i'm sort of questioning yeah meat do i go to meat questioning what i'm actually feeling like Next week, I intend to go extreme. Double sessions, power. I'm going for power. It's a new form. Long distance running, slightly delaying, slowing it down. Going for more power. I want to... Something tells me I want to run a five-minute uh, mile. I don't know if it's possible. Probably very possible. 
Uh, it might be impossible, but I haven't worked it out yet. But someone else, Limbala, my mate, told me he's trying to do that. It got me thinking, maybe I should try and do that. Well, I like little goals. I like little things. It's a little sort of palate cleanser post 100. But I'm going to focus F45 Extreme, eight weeks, um, leading up, creating a platform ready for 2019. It's going to be a big year. I don't know what it is, but I, can, I know it is business-wise. I know it is love-wise. I want to be a better fucking husband. I am actually a fucking useless husband when I think about it. Uh, you know, I, you know, often it's very easy for me to to uh, to appease my own anguish by seeing, you know, bloody hell, Mills, you're a bit of a legend. So, to be honest, any any time with you is good time. So, you know, people aren't going to complain. But actually, my wife is such a good human, and comparatively, I'm a real bad one. Um, and, you know, I'm very lucky that it, for some reason Lisa is and has always been somewhat um, attracted to people who aren't quite right in the head and are quite, yeah, are not your average Joe. Not saying there's anything wrong with your average Joe and not that I know what the average Joe is, but, you know, I think I take that... I want to learn how to be nicer and better and more caring and actually genuinely caring. And I think baking uh, a lemon drizzle cake for her would be such a wonderful thing to do for her. And I think it would mean more than just the fact that I've made a cake or baked a cake, whatever. It would actually mean that, you know, my energy and my thoughts and my feelings have gone into creating something for somebody else. And I, the reason I feel like that's gonna be very powerful is A, she actually told me that, and B, I made a sword for my son the other day. Lee sent me a text message. Um, it actually made me, made, me, made me really almost cry actually I'm going to read it out because it would be better if I read it out um, assuming I can find it but it was powerful for me powerful for anyone out there perhaps anyone as a parent perhaps even if you're not a parent um, I'm going to try and find it as I, as I skit past you know, the long whatsapp I love the fact you can have whatsapp threads with your own wife I go past the two tattoos that I sent to yesterday that I was going to get of, my, of Louis Peter and Gracie Rose and she kiboshed both. Fucking joker. I was like, bloody hell, just about to get these. They were bad. Look at them now. They would be on me now. Thank God she's not afraid to tell me what she thinks. Bloody hell. I wish you just said, my hope would be, oh, yes, they're perfect mills. Get them. But I knew as soon as I sent them that she was going to hate on them. Um, okay, here we go. Here we go. Building up. I'm building up to it. It's very build, it's building up, building up, building up, building up, building up building up building up oh here we go so i'm going to end after this but it was really really powerful it's one of the most powerful things i've ever written read in my life and it and when i think about it it makes me really really proud that i did something that i think actually will go down as one of the only things i've ever done so least text me the other day i found a worry doll under louis pillow when i woke him up this morning he's seven by the way um I asked if everything was okay and if there was anything he wanted to talk to me about. He said, I was just really sad about not having a sword, but my wish came true when daddy made me one. <laughs> wow. And I just, just reply, wow, he actually said something to me in the morning about a doll. Oh, yeah. And then she says, I know he's not good at talking to you at the moment, but you being around more is taking us all is taking us all some getting used to. He thinks the world of you and he will get and it will get better. And it made me just think, bloody hell, I can have an impact on my own family if I actually live in the moment with them, as opposed to wanting and craving something that is superficial 
or wanting acknowledgement from people that never even know me. And I still won that, by the way, but powerful stuff, powerful stuff. Right, I am going to go and chill because you know what? I'm, I'm exhausted. I think I'm absolutely exhausted. I think this week has been exhausting. I haven't, I haven't appreciated just how exhausting it is to come off the back of a 100-mile run. And I'm just going to spend a couple of hours just lying and being and, uh, and contemplating whether or not meat is murder or not. Right, see you later. Thank you.